Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. So proudly we hail the twilight last year Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous sky O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly seen
1079. Getting you up and getting you going. This is Gunner and Cheyenne. Gretchen Wilson with the national anthem this morning. Uh, today is a very special birthday. Okay. It's not um, yours. No, it's not. This case, whose is it? Jody Sweeten. Oh, goodness gracious. Stephanie Tanner, my childhood crush. <laughs> so glad that we're celebrating this and acknowledging we are. it. We absolutely <laughs> are. And I didn't, I, I didn't put it together. You know, uh-huh. I mean, I have a January birthday. She's got a January birthday. We're both Capricorns. Oh, it was just meant to be. It, it was really meant to be. <laughs> and we had the opportunity to talk to her last April. So I had to go back to the archives. And I'm going to play her reaction. When we revealed that she was my childhood crush, uh-huh. you know, I'm going to guess if you're a celebrity here and there, you probably hear that all the time, right? Especially, I would assume so. Especially if you're like Jody Sweet and Stephanie Tanner, you know, you hear yes. that all the time. But some little uh, schmuck radio DJ in Phoenix told her that. Here's how she reacted. Hey, good morning. We are so excited to be talking to you. Uh, you know, growing up watching Full House, uh, you were my crush growing up. So I, I might as well get that out of the way right off the bat. Thank you. <laughs> I have been waiting all morning to know if he was going to admit that or not. <laughs> well, it's what? okay, because we're we he's only over the phone, so it doesn't make it weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, it still made it yeah, very weird. I'm, I'm sure she hung up the phone thinking, I'm never talking about those guys again. Put them on the do not call back list. <laughs> Uh, that that interview is on our podcast, though. If you go to the Odyssey app, search Gunner and Cheyenne, and then search Jody Sweeten, I guess, yep. right? Yep. And uh, you can find it there. But uh, thanks for having us on this morning. Coming up at uh, uh, immediately following the 720 and 920 I Love You Man calls today, we've got you shot to get in uh, and win some tickets to uh, see Kip Moore down at the Ainsworth. This is part of the official BetMGM pre-big game party presented by Bud Light and our friends at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. The party's on Friday, February 10th, which is the Friday before the big game. It's going down at the Ainsworth. Your shot to win your way in is coming up uh, first opportunity right after the 720 I Love You Man this morning. This is a hot ticket. You can only get uh, get in by getting an invite or winning tickets from us. So be ready because this is not a party you're going to want to miss. I mean, I, I heard Kip Moore is leaving his vacation early to come to, to come in and do the show. Very so. disappointed in you, Cheyenne. Why? I failed to mention the open bar, and you didn't cover my back on that one. <laughs> you decided to opt that Kip Moore's leaving a vacation. He is. I, I think an open bar is more important in this whole thing than anything else. I mean, that's huge. I mean, what I you, think we should feel special where, that he's leaving his vacation. Where do, you, where do you go to a concert downtown, at, you know, at the Ainsworth, and you have an open bar? It's rare. That never happens. I mean, that is true. Um, so your opportunity to get into win. Uh, not even get into win. You're actually winning the actual tickets. Coming up immediately following the 720. I love you, man, here on Camel Country. All right, here's your morning riddle. There are several books on a bookshelf. If one book is the fourth from the left and sixth from the right, how many books are on the shelf? There are several books on a bookshelf. If one book is the fourth from the left and sixth from the right, how many books are on the shelf? Some of you may have a picturesque memory, so I may need to write this down. I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna if, need to do a drawing. Yeah, a doodle. I'm sure you will. <laughs> a little doodle. <laughs> if you're driving, don't worry about the doodle. We'll get you an answer coming up here in six minutes. Okay. There are several books on a bookshelf. If one book is the fourth from the left and sixth from the right, how many books are on the shelf? Shane's gonna do her doodle. You're at home or at work. Go and do a doodle. I got it. I did it in my head. Oh, in your head. I did it in nice. my head. All right, correct answer coming up in six minutes. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Where are you going to be heartbroken if you get the Morty Riddle incorrect, Cheyenne? Uh, 
I'll be really bummed. <laughs> Way to start off a morning. I know. Being all bummed out and stuff. Uh, the morning riddle today. Uh, a lot of texts coming in saying that they use props. Text with the 480. I used cotton buds but my in my in from my medicine cabinet to come up with the answer. <laughs> That's adorable. Uh, here's the riddle. There are several books on a bookshelf. If one book is the fourth from the left and the sixth from the right, how many books are on the shelf? Several books on a bookshelf. If one book is the fourth from the left and sixth from the right, how many books are on the shelf? A lot of correct guesses, Kevin and Cheyenne. What you got? Um, I went with nine. Nine? Yeah. Oh, Am I right? You. Look at you. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Nine. Your look, the look on your face made me really nervous. <laughs> no, I am very impressed that you, uh, that you got it. I mean, you're you. self-proclaimed not great at math. I'm terrible at math. And you actually got the answer in your head without having to use any props or anything. I know. So I'm I'm equally impressed. All right, the morning riddle. We'll do it again tomorrow morning at 6 here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Gunner and Cheyenne, thanks so much for having us on this morning. Uh, if you have followed the show for any period of time, you'll know that Cheyenne is a... 31-year-old single woman, had a couple of kids, dating a dude right now. Yes. Kind of getting, getting serious. And, you know, at some point, a wedding is down the road, I'm sure, right? Are you going to kind of just uh, call it, uh, you know, mutual living or whatever they call that thing? What, what, cohabitating? What, cohabitating. Partners? Uh, no, no, I want I'll just no. stop you. No. You I, actually I want like, the wedding. I would like you, to have a wedding. Okay, yes. so you're 31. Uh-huh. And, you know, I predicted it happening in 2022. That didn't happen. I predicted <laughs> happening in 2023. Will it happen? Well, we got 300 and some odd days to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah. But when that day comes, weddings are expensive. Who's going to pay for it? And it sounds like. One of those names on the list was kind of eliminated recently, huh? Yeah, it was. So I was on the phone with my mom the other day, and we were talking about my relationship with Brandon and how serious things are getting. And, like, it was a normal conversation. And then out of left field, she goes, um, speaking of Brandon, and it was one of those moments where, like, this was premeditated. Okay, what? (laughs) And she goes, so your dad called me the other day to ask about how serious your relationship was getting. And I was like, why? Number one, why? Number two, why wouldn't he just call me? Like, we're on okay enough terms to where... That he could call you and ask that question. He could call me and ask me that question. He follows me on Facebook, so he knows I'm in a relationship, right? And she goes, um... He called her to ask because he wanted her to tell me that because I'm 31, if this results in an eventual marriage, he's not going to be paying for it. (laughs) He wants... He wanted your mom to tell you yes. that don't expect any kind of now, financial compensation from him for the wedding. Now, <laughs> mind you, my dad is a very courageous man, except for when it comes to me. He can't tell me anything to my face. So he calls my mom to inform my mom that when I eventually get married, okay. it's not because I'm 31. It's not because like I have a job and I'm successful and he thinks I can pay for it myself or because I've been married before. It was because I'm 31. Now... I was not planning on asking my dad for money, but that's not the point. Like, the fact but that would, he... Okay, but, but would he have turned it down if he offered it? No! Would anybody <laughs> turn money down? For, I don't know. No! I wouldn't turn it down. Okay. If he offered money, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't, wasn't going to ask him for it. But, like, the fact that he called my mom to make a point that because I am 31, he feels off the hook to just, like... I don't yeah, blame him, though. Whatever. I don't blame him. I think that there's got to be some sort of like statute of limitations when it comes to a dad having to financially pay 
for a wedding. But I mean, why? Why? I mean, what? At what? 41, like you said, you're successful. You're making your own money. I think when a dad pays for his daughter's wedding, it's more so like you're kind of fresh out of college. You don't have your career yet. You don't have a lot of money saved up. So here we go. I'm going to foot the bill for the wedding for the kickoff to the rest of your life. Right? You're 31. You've been through a wedding already, uh, right? Yeah, but so, I paid for that wedding myself, too. So, like... At what, what age were you? I was... I, I was 19. You were 19. Why didn't you pay for the wedding? Because he is horrible. <laughs> he just said no? So, he just didn't. He didn't offer. He didn't offer. My parents have not always like had, that, like, a lot of money, and they've never really had a savings. Right. So my, was it that, though, or did you... It was because of the dude you were dating, though, I thought. No. I mean, they, they didn't, didn't agree with the guy you were dating. I mean, yeah, but what, what is the what? That shit, I, yeah. if I, I know, but it's kind of petty for a dad to now agree with the guy that you're dating and refuse to pay for the wedding, right? I thought that's why it went down there, but I guess not. But I mean, here you are, 31. Uh, he's not going to pay for the wedding. I don't blame him. If my daughter gets to 31, I'm not going to pay for her wedding. But why? Just because she waited, now you're punishing her? No, I mean... Parents set aside money to pay for the kids' wedding, yes. right? As a dad of two girls, I better start saying, I better start setting money aside now, yes, right? Because they're both going to get married. But there's got to be a statute of limitations on that money, because if they get past a certain age, I'm going to name it right now, 27 years old. If they get past 27 and they're not married yet, my wife and I we're going to enjoy that wedding fund. What? Like what? Why do you? Why are you going to make them feel like they have to get married by twenty seven, or they don't get that money? Like I, now, I think now you're giving thing, them no. an ultimatum. I'm sure her husband would be older. She's going to be older. Hopefully, establishing a career. But what yeah, if she's I mean, not? Okay, so let's Camel Nation. You can text us at two two one zero eight. Should there be a cap on the age that a parent has to pay, or is obligated, or is expected to pay for their daughter's wedding? Or their son's wedding. It's typically the daughter, right? Yes. So, yes, typically. Yeah. So is there a cap age that a parent should be able to get off the hook? Or should a parent be obligated or that dad or that whatever to pay for their daughter's wedding, no matter how late in life she gets married? What are your thoughts on this? Because I think it, I think that they should. I, I just think that that's very traditional. That's a tr- traditional Let's say, let's say you have $30,000 in a bank account. And let's say, I mean, you have two sons. I mean, I mean you don't have a daughter. You don't, you, you're not really relatable to it, you know, because you have two sons. Yeah, but I mean, if it's 30000 sitting in the bank account, she's going to sit there forever? I mean, there's other things you can do with that money while you're sitting and waiting on your daughter to find the, the love of her life and get married. I mean, yeah, that's what you do. All right. <laughs> that's what you do. Just leave it there. You just leave it. Let it, a, a, like, know. gain interest. All right. What are your thoughts on this, Campbell Nation? You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Should there be a cap on the age of a uh, a daughter, you know, when she gets married and, and is expected that her dad pays for the wedding? Should there be an age cap? Um, Cheyenne talked to her mom the other day. Turns out her dad noticed on social media that Cheyenne's kind of getting serious with the guy she's dating. Yep. And her dad told her mom, point blank, that tells Cheyenne that... I'm not going to be footing the bill for this wedding. I mean, Thanks, th- she's 31, you know? Yeah. And you got a job. You live in Phoenix, Arizona. He's up in uh, Yakima, Washington. You know, should he be expected to pay? I don't think so. You know, you've had one wedding already mm-hmm. that he didn't pay for. You know, it's a whole other topic. <laughs> the story you know? for another day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but here you go. Maybe, maybe jumping into a, another marriage and hopefully this marriage lasts forever and He's just putting it out there. Don't expect any money from him. 
you know, so it kind of got on this, kind of got us on this topic, you know, if, if a parent is saving for their, his daughter's wedding or their daughter's wedding, is there an age cap to where he can go use that money for something else? If he wants to go buy that Harley, you know, if they want to use that as a down payment for a different house, you know, and then move and do like a retirement community in Florida or Arizona, here in Arizona, you know, should there be a cap? You know, because I mean, for for the daughter to kind of take her time while that money's just sitting there, and how I dare I her? I, how I, dare I her take I, her I time? I don't have any issue with the daughter taking her time, right? If that's what she wants to do, if it's taking that long to find the right guy, fine. But the parents have set this money aside, you know, to pay for the wedding, and the longer you take, the older they get, and maybe they won't even be around. That's terrible. That's just terrible. Like what? <laughs> So I'm wondering, is there a cap on age? You know, because I mean, in the text coming in at two two one zero eight, some people say that there should ne- never be a cap. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's see. Text of the nine zero nine. No age limit. If you're willing to pay for the wedding, uh, the age of the uh, her age at the time of the wedding should not matter. I agree. Uh, text of the five zero two. No cap. Don't be cheap. <laughs> text of the six zero two. I think parents should pay for one wedding, and that's it, no matter their age. So even if she gets married at forty one for the first time, yeah. Pay for it. Yeah. Uh, text the 40 oh, cap age 25. 25? <laughs> no. Uh, text the 602. A lot give them choices, wedding or money instead. See, so, that that I could that I would agree okay, with. Okay, so like if you set the cap age at 25 and she doesn't get married, she can opt for the money and just hang it on to and save that money for herself to right. use for the wedding. Or like a down payment on a house or something. Like if if Time is ticking for dad, and he's itching to get to that money. Give her the option. So like you're saying that every parent should set aside twenty five, thirty thousand dollars for their kid that could either go to the wedding or down payment on a house or something? I think something? that is great. Currently, I am in the process of buying a house, and that money for a down payment would have been fantastic. Yeah, but parents just spent 18 years raising your rear end. Yeah, Maybe but tra- paying for college or something. But if you they're know, not going to get married, if traditionally the parent of the bride is supposed to pay for the wedding and she's not getting married yet, yeah, then why not help her? Because it's it's there to help establish that life. Man, the, the expectation of a parent just to provide thirty thousand dollars for the kid. I mean, I would at age like, eighteen. I mean, I don't know parents that have like twelve kids. Can you imagine? Yeah. Holy moly. I know. All right, there's text coming in on the other side as well uh, of this whole topic. We're going to get to these coming up next. If you have a comment, you can text us at 22108. Camel Country 107. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Should there be an age cap? Like a cap on the age of young women as to when their dad is expected to pay for their wedding. Cheyenne's 31, hoping to get married at some point. You know, she's kind of got a serious boyfriend right now. And uh, her dad found out about this serious boyfriend and told Cheyenne's mom to relay the message to Cheyenne that says, I am not going to pay a penny for this wedding. He's so courageous, that man. We oh, yeah, let Cheyenne to, know. He had to go through, uh, you know, the channel so that he didn't get the rah coming at him through the phone. He knows you well, He's Cheyenne. He's a smart man. Smart yeah, man. Yeah. I sit in here with my tail between my legs sometimes, too. I mean, it makes sense. I, I would if I were you. I I am a very oh. nice person, except sometimes. <laughs> but it, should there be an age cap? We're talking about this a little bit this hour. You know, we got texts coming in both sides. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but the majority of uh, the techs are saying there should not be an age cap. It's your little princess. Don't be cheap, you know, and on and on and on. Right. Right. Um, uh, text with the 602. Do you really want either of your daughters to rush into a marriage? Yeah. That's why a lot of people are saying don't put an age cap on it. That's what I'm saying. Uh, in regards to you, Cheyenne, text the 480. Sounds like dad has not met the guy and he's upset. I would do the same thing and I would be the same way if I didn't meet my daughter's fiance. Not that you're his fiance. Yeah. yeah, you're not fiance. Uh, so I wouldn't put any money towards it if the guy isn't man enough to meet me. Okay, Could that well, be the case? No. My dad lives in Washington State. Um, I've seen my dad one time in three years. We don't have a great relationship. Him meeting Brandon is not my priority. Yeah. So I, I don't, mean, I don't really my, think that has a lot to do with it. I mean, it. my daughters are uh, 11 and 6. I mean, they're a ways away yeah. from, uh, you know, this point in their life. But I mean, if the guy wasn't man enough to meet me, I'd probably feel the same way. Yeah, especially if you live in the same state. I get that. But we I mean, don't live in the same state. I don't have a great relationship with my dad. Yeah. I don't expect Brandon to ask my dad for permission either, so... Why? Why? I don't know. Exactly. It's kind of a respect Why? thing. It's a respect thing. He I does, mean, you're such oh, a traditional... Tra- <laughs> yeah, I know. You're such a traditional person. It's kind of a respect thing, I, you know? Being a mom to two kids, I would rather Brandon ask both my kids for permission okay. than my dad. Uh, text at the 623. I say the cap should be uh, about like 35, not the 20s. Those years are for mistakes. Ha ha. That's true. That's very true, actually. Text from 623. There should absolutely be a statute of limitations <laughs> on the age, but it kept the parents paying for the wedding. Text goes on to say, it's easy to say yes. You, uh, oh, it's easy to say yes, I'd like the money if you are the recipient, but times have changed. Why can't it be smaller and still give maybe $5,000 or a marriage gift to go towards the down payment on a house or a honeymoon? Mm-hmm. I have five kids and... My oldest daughter's wedding broke us, and we've been trying to catch up since. Yeah. It's not fair to the other seven people affected. This went from a uh, keep it simple to a nightmare very quickly. Yeah, I could see that, too. And I do think that having the expectation of $30,000 from your parents for a wedding is excessive. I personally, if my parents were like, here's $10,000 for your wedding, I would be over the moon. $10,000 is a lot of money. It's a lot. Yeah. I see the trend coming in on text, though, that a lot of young ladies may not like. Oh. <laughs> there is a trend starting to come in on the text. All right, I'll tell you what that trend is. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, if you're the parent of a daughter who did end up finding the good one, you know, and eventually wants to marry that person, spend the rest of their life with that person, should there be an age cap as to when the parent is kind of off the hook with having to pay for a wedding? Um, and we've been talking about this for quite some time now. I'm going to put a bow on it here uh, in this break. But uh, we've had everything from absolutely not. There should not be no age cap. She's your little princess uh, to, yeah, I'll pay for the first one. But after that, not paying for any more weddings. And I do think that that makes sense. Uh, to people, yeah, there should be an age cap. We've seen everything from 24 to 27 to 30. <laughs> You know, but now I'm starting to see a trend of text messages coming in. Okay. Uh, that the younger ladies may not like because they will be the non recipient of that money. I mean, you know, and that is why are we still hanging on to these traditions? Okay. Uh, text from the 623. Why is the tradition being held on to when the rest of traditions are being thrown out the window these days? Right? And somebody texted saying, 
that the text of the 602, the tradition of parents paying for their daughter's wedding was related to dowries before women went into the workplace. Right. Right? So parents would pay for their daughter's wedding because they didn't work. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the money. But this day and age when women are equals, right? Yes. And they are working, making just about as much money as men. Why are the parents still obligated and expected to pay? I mean, that is a really great question. From my perspective, as a working female who is over what you deem the age cap of getting money from my parents for a wedding, like, <laughs> I, I do think that this is a tradition in current times that we could probably move away from. Okay. Because I do think that, like, if you have the money to pay for your own wedding, like, maybe you just should. Like, like yeah, I said earlier, your I would, yeah. Break your, break your older parents who are heading into Ex- retirement. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I st- said it earlier, I in no way, shape, or form intended on asking my parents for any money when I do decide to get married. It's just a decision I've made on my own. Yeah. So I do think that if we're going to remove a tradition and move away from that, that that is one that I could get behind. Yeah. I, mean, I also it, don't have daughters. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you're 31. This is this would be your second marriage. Yes. Have if you do end up getting married again, you know, and you got a career. Mm-hmm. You know, expecting your parents to pay at this point, I think, is ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do like this one here, and, and this seems I, I like this idea. Text at the 602. We gave our daughter ten thousand dollars for her wedding. They decided to use it for a down payment on a house. Right? If you end up setting a little bit of money aside just to help them out, yeah. Right? They were in your nest up until whatever age hopefully 18 and then when you give them the boot go fly on your own <laughs> you know give them a little bit a little bit of money to use to, to buy that yeah. first house you know i like that idea i do like that you know, too. kind of getting away from the expectation on the wedding give them a little bit of a nest money if you will to uh to use that will yeah i i could get behind that 100 percent. good way to wrap that one up yes okay Bo. gunner and cheyenne on demand well if you're the parent of a daughter who did end up finding the good one, you know, and eventually wants to marry that person, spend the rest of their life with that person. Should there be an age cap as to when the parent is kind of off the hook with having to pay for a wedding? Um, and we've been talking about this for quite some time now. going to put a bow on it here uh, in this break. But uh, we've had everything from absolutely not. There should not be no age cap. She's your little princess uh, to, yeah, I'll pay for the first one. But after that, not paying for any more weddings. And I do think that that makes sense. Uh, to people, yeah, there should be an age cap. We've seen everything from 24 to 27 to 30, you know? But now I'm starting to see a trend of text messages coming in. Okay. Uh, that the younger ladies may not like because they will be the non-recipient of that money. I mean, you know, and that is why are we still hanging on to these traditions? Okay. Uh, text from the 623. Why is the tradition being held on to when the rest of traditions are being thrown out the window these days? Right? And somebody texted saying that the text of the 602, the tradition of parents paying for their daughter's wedding was related to dowries before women went into the workplace. Right. Right? So parents would pay for their daughter's wedding because they didn't work. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the money. But this day and age when women are equals, right? Yes. And they are working, making just about as much money as men. Why are the parents still obligated and expected to pay? I mean, that is a really great question. From my perspective, as a working female 
who is over what you deem the age cap of getting money from my parents for a wedding. Like, I, I do think that this is a tradition in current times that we could probably move away from. Okay. Because I do think that, like, if you have the money to pay for your own wedding, like, maybe you just should. Like, like yeah, I said earlier, I would, par- yeah. Break your, break your older parents who are heading into Ex- retirement. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I said it earlier I in no way shape or form intended on asking my parents for any money when I do decide to get married it's just a decision I've made on my own so I do think that if we're going to remove a tradition and move away from that 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 is one that I could get behind yeah I I also don't have daughters yeah 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 I mean you're 31 this is this would be your second marriage yes if you do end up getting married again you know, and you got a career. Mm-hmm. You know, expecting your parents to pay at this point, I think, is ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do like this one here, and, and this seems, I, I like this idea. Text at the 602. We gave our daughter $10,000 for her wedding. They decided to use it for a down payment on a house, right? If you end up setting a little bit of money aside just to help them out, yeah. Right? They were in your nest up until whatever age, hopefully 18. And then when you give them the boot, go fly on your own. <laughs> Get you know, give a little bit, a little bit of money to use to, to buy that yeah. first house. You know, I like that idea. I do like that you know, too. Kind of getting away from the expectation on the wedding. Give them a little bit of a nest money, if you will, to uh, to use that will. Yeah, I I could get behind that one hundred percent. Good way to wrap that one up. Yes. Okay. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Oh, petty revenge! There's a woman who taught a, a stranger a lesson for throwing a tantrum at McDonald's. <laughs> All right, Donald. so this gal, this gal shared the story on uh, on Facebook, okay? Okay. She said uh, that she was in a long line at McDonald's, at the McDonald's drive-thru, and the quote-unquote young lady behind her was honking because she thought she was taking too long to place her order. Well, that's rude. Yeah, I don't know how you just kind of honk that horn. I mean, you're, yeah. usually when you're honk, he's kind of honking away you go. You know, you don't ever see that person again, but you're stuck in a line. You can't get out. Exactly. You're honking. And they're, you know they're staring at you in their rearview mirror. Yeah. Uncomfortable. So uh, the gal telling the story uh, says she decided to get some revenge on the honker behind her. <laughs> uh, when the woman pulled up to the first window, she said that she paid for both of their orders. Okay. Okay. And then when the lady, the honker behind her, found out, she waved and mouthed Thank you. Okay. okay. That doesn't sound very spiteful. Because I'm not done with the story, Cheyenne. Okay. When the woman pulled up to the second window, she showed both receipts and took the impatient lady's food as well, <laughs> forcing the honker to have to go back through the line again. So, oh, that's you know, funny. Kind of a very salty spin on a pay it forward thing, right? Yes. That is very sneaky. You uh, you one that likes to get uh, some petty revenge? No. no, I feel I feel bad about even like verbal arguments that I have with people. So, and when I, do you get into verbal arguments with people and over what? Well, if I'm just arguing with somebody, like if it's like, my mom or my brother or even you, like we'll no. say things back and forth. And I'll go home. No, you're and talking I'll about out in it. public. No. <laughs> what kind of arguments are getting out in public? No, with like anyone. I just I feel bad, so I don't ever get revenge because I know it would just eat away at me, and I take the high road. So, regardless what the argument was and who won that argument, you go home and stew on yeah, it. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, should I have said that? Should I not have said that? Oh, I feel kind of bad for saying that. Like, I'll just replay it over in my head 800 times. Right. And then in, in the end result to all of that is you being happy with yourself 
that you took the high road yes. and did not go and get some petty revenge. Yes. What kind of petty revenge would you have after an argument? I don't know. It would Trip depend on, on as the they argument. walk away. What? Tripping them as they walk away? <laughs> you gotta take that. Yeah, they turn around like, yeah, I won. And then you just kick them in the right foot and they, it hits their left foot and they fall. That's that's assault, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just wondering what kind of petty revenge you would get after an argument. It just, I guess it would depend on the argument and what you were arguing about. I don't know. Throw a situation at me and I'll tell you. <laughs> what was your last argument with your mom? Let's break this one down. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, oh, no. I'm I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm a non-confrontational kind of guy. Right. Right? I mean, I would never in that woman's shoes, regardless of like how long it was taking, honk the horn, knowing that the gal in front of you or the person in front of you heard the horn and just stared at you in the rear view mirror the entire time. <laughs> It'd be super uncomfortable. I, you know, what drives me nuts is the uh, at the espresso stand because uh-huh. this is top of mind because it just happened recently. I'm at the human being. Nobody in line. I, I, I get there. I'm like, sweet. I'm going to get my order in. We're going to get out of here quick and we're going to get to church on time. Well, once the taillights turn off, I'm like, oh my gosh. It means they put the car in park and took their foot off the brake. <laughs> like, how long are you going to sit here in order? Maybe they don't <laughs> want to sit there with their foot on the brake. It took them a moment, you uh-huh. know, and then they finally made it to the window. And it still took a while to get the order. I'm like, there must be 12 people in that car. <laughs> One coffee leaves the window. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> it took 10 minutes to get my coffee with the one person in front of me. It took 10 minutes? I, I felt like honking. Never did. Non-confrontational, remember? Yeah. Felt like leaving my window down and being like, what is taking so long? Just shouting. But again, non-confrontational. Never did it. I held held my lips. So you just sat there? I sat there. What else are you going to do? I don't know. You're going to with curbs on both sides. All you can do is sit That's there. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you're stuck. It's the worst. I hate coffee newbies. Hey, listen, look, look what, decide what you're going to get before you go to the window. <laughs> that is not a learning time to know, like, what, what kind of coffee, Heaven what kind of flavors. Forbid you decide to get something new. No. Jeez. Go somewhere else. Go to the window where you can learn and take notes or something. I, I don't know. Craigslist Misconnections is coming up next here on camp. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Scudder and Cheyenne, appreciate you so much for having us on. Uh, coming up in just under an hour, immediately following the 920 I Love You Man, we've got your shot to get into the official BetMGM pregame party presented by Bud Light and Gila River Resorts and Casinos. We've got Kip Moore. We've got an open bar. It's on a Friday night. It's invite only, uh, or you can win your way in with us. So that's coming up in just under an hour, right after that 920 I Love You Man call. But uh, right now, every Thursday at about this time, it's time for Craigslist Misconnections. We peruse the Phoenix Craigslist site where people go on. They jump on there. If they keep, if they cross paths with somebody that they thought was attractive and they're kicking themselves for not asking for the phone number right then and there, they go about their day, keep thinking about that person. Like, how can I get in touch with that person? Well, craigslist.com slash misconnections. <laughs> and you there go you the, go. And you go to the Phoenix site and you tell your story and hope that that person does the same thing and has the feelings towards you. And then you make that connection. It's no longer missed. So we play this very romantic music because, you know, we just envision them behind a keyboard <laughs> telling their story. And uh, here's one uh, from Scottsdale. How do you it's how do you spell aquarium, Cheyenne? Uh, 
A Q U Q A. I don't know. A R I U M. Definitely not this way. Okay. A C Q U A R I U N. Okay, I'm a bad speller. I'm not that bad of a speller. <laughs> All right, uh, that is the title, okay. Aquarium in Scottsdale. You walked up behind me at the aquarium and immediately coughed. Ew. You, remem- you may remember because the cough made me jump, and I yelled shark because I was looking at some fish. <laughs> and then a little girl said, that is a tuna. <laughs> well, it looked like a shark to me, and I was startled. I was wearing my baby blue denim shorts and Lisa Frick Peak pink t-shirt. It's hard to find in men's sizes, so it was a little tight. I apologized to you, and you said, what? So I said, shark. So I told you, I said shark a little too loud. Thought, because I thought you might have a hearing problem. Fortunately, that little girl had left, and I'm pretty sure it was a shark. You said, okay, or all right. You had normal hair and a normal face, and were wearing a white t-shirt and seemed cold. Stop it! It's a normal face. What does that even mean? What does that mean? I looked back at the shark and pointed at it, but when I turned around, you were gone. (laughs) But I felt like we had a moment. I'm hoping you read this so we can confirm that it really was a shark. I'll be at the aquarium tomorrow at 3.30, same place. (laughs) So if you were wearing a white t-shirt, seemed cold, and have a normal (laughs) face and normal hair... There's somebody looking for you oh, on Craigslist Misconnections. Jeez, wonder who that could be. The possibilities are endless. Nothing could top that one in the Phoenix Misconnections. <laughs> so we're going to head on down to Tucson. What craziness is going on in the okay. Tucson Misconnections? We're going to tell you. You're going to want to hang on for this. Six minutes away. Coming up next here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Yeah, the beer's on me. All right, Craigslist Misconnections. We do it every Thursday at about this time. We peruse the Craigslist Misconnections, mostly for the Phoenix area, but every now and then we kind of... They, they slow down, gets a little slow, and then we kind of head on south to Tucson. You know, it's when they're out and about. You're out in public. You smile at somebody. They smile back, and you go about your day just thinking about that person. Think that you should have stepped up and grabbed their phone number and asked for their phone number and their name, but you didn't. So you go on to Craigslist Misconnections and type out the story. Hope they do the same thing and message you and you make that connection. And we like this music because in our heads, as I'm reading this message... And these messages, envision that person behind the keyboard, just in love with what could have been and what could be if that person does the same thing. Yes. <laughs> All right. Heading out to Tucson, the food court at the Tucson Mall. Okay. I was standing against the counter at Charlie's Steak at the Tucson Mall yesterday. You were looking at me and did a little dance. Oh. I did a little dance back to you. Oh. And we talked briefly. <laughs> I find you very attractive and wish I had gotten your name and phone number. You said you liked my hat. I sit down and eat my order and you disappeared. <laughs> if you see this and you are interested, please let me know. What kind of dance do you think they did? I know. <laughs> Was it like a shoulder shimmy? Or like a full body like earthquake? Like what happened? Uh, turn around and twerk. 
It's almost like when dogs meet each other, they smell each other's butts. But in this case, they did a twerk. Each of them did a twerk. I mean, that alone. I mean, if you're, if you're doing a dance with the other person, I mean, come on. Yeah. And the other person dances back. Step up in. and ask. Yeah. That was your fault. <laughs> uh, headline on this next post. Snowbird, Tucson, Arizona. Mm. At Walmart yesterday evening, you said you were the first snowbird in Tucson. We smiled and you invited me to your RV parked <gasps> just outside. <laughs> Stop! You invited me to enjoy some delicious smoothies with your special recipe. I was shy and said no. I wish I was not such a shy boy. See, this one, this dude is leaving the Walmart parking lot. He's heading home thinking about what could have happened in that RV. With her special How, how delicious that smoothie would have been. You sound like you just escaped will, death, sir. Yeah, that'll be in his mind the rest of his life. Oh, man. Uh, smoke shop on Speedway. Saw you at a smoke shop at 9 p.m. on Speedway. You drove a Jeep Cherokee. I had you roll your window down to tell you how incredibly handsome you were. Oh. Should have asked for your number, but I was too embarrassed. You weren't too embarrassed to tell him how handsome he was, but you were too embarrassed to ask for his number? You had enough guts to do the motion <laughs> of roll the window down. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I just want you to know you're really handsome. Then the nurse kick in. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, all right, one more. Okay. Coffee at La Buzz in Tucson. What a great name for a coffee yeah, shop. Yeah, that's awesome. La Buzz. Uh, we were sitting next to each other at La Buzz. I am Michael, the nice looking white haired man, 65 <laughs> years old. You are the very attractive older woman with beautiful eyes and great smile. You were real. We were really connecting, and then your friend showed up. With the interruption, we never exchange phone numbers. Would you like to meet for coffee or brunch? Oh, There was a name for that friend, Cheyenne. Yep. <laughs> blocker. There's a term. That's what we call a blocker. A blocker. <laughs> that is Misconnections. We'll do it at the same time next week here on Camel. Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Thank <laughs> you.